So what I want to talk about today is about Yom Kippur, about a certain aspect of Yom Kippur which maybe we don't normally focus on, and uh, we'll see that it's about some an important part of our Avodah Sayyam. What am I referring to? There's a there's a, a concept in the Kippur, you know, of we're asking for Mechil, we're asking Hashem to forgive us. The concept of forgiveness. Normally, people take that to mean that I had a certain time on somebody, a certain grievance, complaint, maybe I think I'll be many financially, maybe I'm hurt by something they did or said, whatever it's going to be. And... Uh, People think about Nechila as looking to forgo that. Looking to forgo that. Kila, I'm going to overlook it. I'm going to no longer think badly about the other person. And uh, that's, that's called being Michael. Now, to an extent, that's true. To an extent, that's true. But we're going to see that that's very far from... What we're talking about when you're asking Hashem for Mechil. Why? Because that, that Mechil applies in the context of that if I feel I'm the aggrieved party, I was, I was hurt or damaged or offended, whatever the case may be, and I have the right to be disappointed or the right to have a claim against the other person, and I'm looking at it from my own point of view, I'm willing to forego that. I'm willing to overlook it, and that's, that's called forgiving someone. And if that's the case, then we think that we ask Hashem to forgive us is in the same framework, in the same type, a kind of a pro, like a outlook at forgive, as that Hashem has the right to be disappointed with us for things we haven't done right or things we've done wrong. And we ask Hashem to overlook them, forget about them, and uh, that way we don't, have to, we don't have to worry about them anymore. And we're going to see that there's much more to that. To when we talk about Hakadosh Baruch Hu what we talk about is the Chesed of Mechil. That's one of the biggest Chassadim that there are. What's the Chesed of Bimechil? So we already mentioned previously here about, and that is that there's a difference between what we call Chavish Leima. And something which is accepted is not a Chavish Lema. Chavish Lema is complete. A person has uprooted a tendency from within themselves. A person has got to the stage where they're convinced they'll never do this again. And, uh, okay. And they're, they're, there's a Kabbalah La'asid, there's the Kharat Al-Avar, whatever it's going to be. That's the Chava which the person deserves that, like the Gemara says, that it's Mechik Laver. The Nitzah Laver is like it never existed. But there are many Averis which for whatever reason a person isn't holding by their Chavish Lema. Like we spoke about. Sometimes they aren't at the stage yet where they can convincingly say we'll never do this again. Sometimes they're not at the appreciation of how bad what they're doing is. That's going to be the deterrent. And uh, whatever the reason is, there are a lot of areas where we're not yet holding by Chavish What's the way HaKadosh Baruch deals with people like that? So we spoke about the previous idea of Tara, but I want to talk about another point. Focusing now on the middle of Hashem. And that is the Chesed of Mechil. 
And the Chesed of Mechila is, what the Shari Tshuva says, I'll quote it, and that is, Ki Yazar Hashem Nashavim, Kasher Ein Yad Tiva Maseges, La Sigmaras Avosa. Hashem helps the Chaita who wants to do Tshuva, even if he isn't able to on his own. What does that mean? What does it mean that Hashem helps the Chaita who is trying to do Tshuva? And that is, as we said before, that sometimes a person regrets what they did. To some extent. But the Maisa, what they did is really in a, a, not just a once of mistake, it's really where they're holding. And therefore, based on where they're holding the knife, they're likely to make mistakes again. The Chesed Hashem is willing to do is that He's willing to try and help the Chote get to a level we won't be able there anymore. Now, if we have to put that into context, somebody offends me, somebody hurts me, whatever the case might be, so he comes over and I'm okay, very sorry, I'm, yeah, okay, forget it, let's, let's close the book, I don't want to see you again, you don't see me again, we, 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 we don't have anything to do with each other again. But if the person's coming to ask Mechila, is somebody who hurts me, can't say, okay, so, you know, I'll let the bygones be bygones. I don't want to never meet each other again. It's somebody that is very much a part of my life. So I can't take that attitude. If that's the case, Mechila has to be in the context of that I accept, okay, and now I hope things will be better in the future. And if that's in the, as far as the case where I can re- realistically expect that the person did something wrong, he made a mistake, he apologized, and okay, hopefully the future won't be like that anymore. But let's say you're talking about a person who I know has a problem which is very likely it's going to happen again. It's not just that he said apologize for the past and it was a once-off thing, you'll not do it again. No. Knowing the person as I do, I know that his nature or where he's holding is very likely it's going to happen again. So what am I being Michael now? The person comes out, I'm sorry, I feel bad about it. But uh, is it going to happen again? Probably, yes. So where's the Mechila? Now, let's think about it. When we come to Hashem for that one of Avera we did because we made a mistake. The one time we forgot to check the Hechshim, we had a Hechshim. The one time we forgot to wait six hours between meat and milk. So then we can say to Hashem pretty convincingly, it was a mistake, we were sorry, it wasn't contented, and we won't do it again. And it's probably true. We didn't want to do it, it wasn't part of us, and it probably won't happen again. So that we can do a proper chuva. But there are those things which, to say to Hashem convincingly, it was a mistake, we're sorry, we won't do it again, and really, he does every single day. You really, you, really, you really believe yourself you're not going to do it again? Uh, the person says, let's say, he's having a sickening bats. It's one of the ideas of Achet, and that is the times I said Hashem's name without having Kavani. So this is the once of mistake. This is a regular thing by most people. And therefore, as much as Hashem wants to make a Trevor, but on the other hand, uh, how realistic does it sound when a person says, I'm not going to do it again? So what's the answer then? Let's bring it back to the human situation. Somebody close to you, a good friend, a spouse, and there was the one time that they did something which really upset you. And they say, I'm sorry, it was a mistake, and it only happened once, and I guarantee it'll never happen again. I learned, I've, I've, I've learned, I've changed, and you can believe them. It could be people make mistakes, but it's, uh, it's sincere about not wanting to repeat the mistake, and okay, it's understood. But if a person's a certain bad matter, and any little thing they fly off the handle or a very quick temper and everything is starts shouting and screaming and they're going to say you know I'm sorry I feel bad that I've like uh, let my temper get the better of me don't worry from tomorrow it's going to be different really? 
really it's uh, so so easy to change something which is so much a part of a person it's not different to a person who let's say has a, got into a habit of, of drinking and they're going to be very full of remorse I'm sorry you know next year I'm never going to touch another bottle really if it's a once-off thing maybe but if it's a regular thing so then the, the, the fact that the person even your keeper can appreciate that I'm sorry what I did isn't a guarantee they're not going to do it again right now it doesn't mean that Hashem doesn't want them to do Chuva. But now what's the Chuva process? And this is the Chiddush. The Chuva process is, Ki Yazar Hashem Noshavim. We call it Noshavim Chuva again. And that is, it's not just Hashem says, all right, you did a good Mechira, I accept it. Hashem is a step more than that. And that is, that if you want to do Mechira, I'm willing to help you. It's not going to be right away, it's a process. But I'm willing to help you. It's the same thing. If that same person or a family member ever does come up and say, you know, I'm, so, I'm sorry for all the times I've done this to me. Yeah, I have a weakness for it. And therefore, we both know it doesn't mean that and then because I've apologized and I've realized the problem that tomorrow everything's going to change. It's uh, too much part of a person's tether. It's too much a part of their nature. But the Mechili response is, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to try to help you overcome the problem. So it's not, it's not like a once-off thing. The Chiva is, fine, I accept the apology. Thank you very much. And that's the end of the story. No, accepting Chiva is sometimes a big chesed because it means, I understand you want to get better. I want to help you with it. And this is going to be a, a long-term project. It's a long-term project. If a person says, it's sincere, and they come to this spouse, let's say, before Yom Kippur, and they say, I feel bad for all the times that I've yelled at you. I'm sorry, I know that I have, I have a very quick temper. So to say, okay, let's not do it again. I forgive you. It's not going to help. What the mechila is, okay, if you're really sincere, okay, I'll try to help you work on it. I'll try to be there to, 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 to help you grow and get better in this area. Okay? So it's not just requiring a person to say, I'm Michael, so to speak, and forgive the past. Really, it's a process which I'm now committed to to try to help them get better. And if I see that a person who's important to me is really sincere that they want to get better, so then we understand the response is I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to help you try help you so that you get better. So it's, it's the being Michael someone in that situation is really committing myself to helping them get better. It's a much bigger it's a much bigger uh, so to speak all responsibility than just saying fine I'm Michael you. Just don't do it again. And that's what you're asking Hashem to do. Because of the things which we did once and we'll never do again, yes, we are mechil, it's easy, and we can do a proper chiva. But most of the things we're dealing with, let's be honest with ourselves, are recurrent themes. Most of the things we're coming back to, we think about it, are the things we, we spoke about Hashem last year also, and they're, 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 they're parts of our personality, they're the bad middles which are entrenched in us, there's certain habits we've developed, and it's not a once-off thing, it's something we're doing a lot. It's a big mistake. People think about the one of they once did, and that's the, what they focus on the whole Yom Kippur. That's the easiest thing to get to the part of It was a once-off thing. It was a mistake. Hashem also knows you're not going to do it again. And so it's much easier to forgive that. It's those things which a person is doing regularly which are much harder to make because they become part of a person. And you made it, but that doesn't mean that there are things which he's doing wrong. There are things he's doing wrong. But, what, but then what's the answer? And people always ask this question. I'm going to stand on your I'm going to clap al-chayt and bitl I'm going to clap al-chayt on and all the other things which are unfortunately regular things which people are doing always and I really believe that they're not going to do it again next year and the answer is no no but the the liquidity of Mechile isn't Hashem forgive me I'll never do it again the liquidity of forgiveness here is Hashem help me get better 
I realize it's wrong, help me get better. It's a process. It's a process. And if Hashem is willing to be Michael, it means Hashem is taking you on as a project. He's willing to help you. And that's a long-term project. And that's the same thing by somebody else. If, if, you, if, you re- if you're close to somebody and you see that not just what they did wrong, but you see they have a certain weakness in a certain area, but they're willing to improve, but they want to change, so then what it really means is you're taking them on as somebody you're going to help work with. I want to share with you a story about Michelle Salanta, which I think brings this point out very nicely. There was a famous story about... There was a famous story that one time he was on a train to Vilna, and he shared the compartment with a very impudent, very rude young person. And the person always didn't know who his seatmate was, so he kept saying that. It's cold in here, close the window. So now, now I'm hot, open the window. Okay, Michelle was a master of his medicine. So, oh, fine, you want to do that? Open the window, close the window. Uh, the kids... You start. I said, Abishal Salanta was once on the train to Vilna and he shared this compartment with a very rude young person who had no problem telling him, do this, do that, do this, do that, without realizing who, who, who Abishal was. Anyway, they get to Vilna and he sees a sea of people waiting at the train station. What's going on? They say, the God Ladar is on the train. You're going to do it. Who's the God Ladar? Abishal Salanta is on the train. Yeah, the person you see next to him. So he feels very guilty. So... The next day he gets up the carriage to go to Israel saying So now once again, let's let's think before the Rabbi Israel let's see what we would do. We would say chutzpah. Yeah, even if you didn't know who I was, but it's not the way to treat somebody else. You bark older than somebody which you don't know, it's older than you. That's not the right thing to do. Granted. But this person comes over to him, Israel asked for Mikhil. So we would say, Okay, so if you're gonna be you know, have magnanimous, you're gonna be Kind to somebody else, and he'll say, Okay, you know what? It's fine. I'm Michael. Goodbye. So we, are, we, are, we have no reason to meet again. Which would be one way of getting the khila. You know, you hold it against the person, you said, You're Michael, fine. It's not what Abishal did. Abishal said to him, Tell me something. Why did you come to Vilna? So the man said, Because in the town I come from, there's no shaykhit. So I came to Vilna to get a ksav kabbalah to be a shaykhit, so that I can go start working, I can get a panacea. So Israel said, well, one of my son-in-laws is a dying on the base of the Vilna. So I'll ask him, I'll, you know, I'll tell him to see you and let him check if you know how to be a sheikh. Okay, so Israel did that. And the guy, he checked this guy and came back to his father and said, he has no clue. He said, to be a sheikh, you need a lot of patience. Because you have to get the knife right. You have to check it again and again and again. I know, when you check knives, it takes hours and hours to get it right. So not, not patience. His knives are no good. You can't be a sheikh. Okay. So, the Israel said, send him back to me again. So, the guy came to Israel. He said, okay, thank you for getting me the meeting. I suppose it's not, it's not for me. I, I failed. So, Israel said, I'm going to hire somebody to teach you how to be a sheikh. Which he did. He paid for somebody to teach this person again for hours and hours, again and again and again, until uh, he, he, he learned how to do the job properly. And then Michelle sent it back to the base, and this time he got his ksav kabbalah. Mm-hmm. Fine. So the dying, Rabbi Michelle's son-in-law, came to him and said, I understand he offended you, and you're meichel him. Why are you? Now you have to pay perhaps the evidence for him to train him to get a job. What's in it? So Michelle kind of deflected the question. But I think this is the insight. Real mechila means I'm willing to help somebody else get better. And if Rabbi Michelle understood this person wasn't just on the quota of that he said something inappropriate. It was a certain weakness. 
certain impatience, a certain uh, lack of uh, restraint. So then, thought I have a way to help this person improve. And real mechile is, I'm just going to naturally say, I'm sorry, and if I can accept that goodbye. No, I'm willing to invest into trying to help you get better. And imagine, like we said, a sheikh particularly is a job that needs patience. It needs uh, to be calm, the person's too quick, they ruin enough more even. And therefore, this is a way to train the person. And they're also willing to pay for that. That's what it means to be Michael. But Ene Hashem, Mechila isn't just mean, fine, I forgive you, goodbye. No. Mechila Ba'ene Hashem is, if you want to get better, I'm willing to stand by you. I'm willing to help you. I'm willing to go through the procedure with you. And that goes to another point. We started talking about this last time, but there's another oymek which we want to come to. Why do we have to ask for Mechila? Why can't we just do it? Get to the stage of Chiva and say we feel bad about it, we want to do it again, then we've changed. Why is it asking Hashem? And the answer is because the answer we're asking Hashem to help us. It's not just a question of saying we've, we've, we've helped ourselves, we're not going to make a mistake anymore, and we, 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 we're, we're better people. How do I be like that? But most of the things we ask for Mechila for, let's say it again, the Echidnikos you have to ask Mechila for are the recurrent things, not the one-offs. He says the person that does the same Avera again and again is a much bigger problem than the person that does the Avera once. And therefore, the things we should be looking for, Yom Kippur, more than the one time we made a mistake, the one time we forgot Mincha, the one time that we ate something, like I said, which was never good haksha, whatever the case might be, it's less of a problem. The Ica things we meant to be looking for, Yom Kippur, are the themes which happen again and again and again. That, that's much, we, we're piling up the Averas much more that way. The Chavetz Chaim writes this also, he talks about Dashan Hara. He says, besides the fact that it's a severe Avera, but what makes it so bad is people do so much of it. So he says, so even if it wouldn't be such a bad Avera, just the, the, the quantity it makes it worse and worse. Now, but on the other hand, as we're going to, as soon as we're going to touch something which becomes so much a part of a person, so much in the second nature to them, so much part of their midas or their habits, so then the question is a real question: What am I saying to Hashem? I'm really going to change. I'm really going. To, what, how am I going to change with this? And the answer is that it's not going to be so easy to change. You need Hashem to help you. And if that's the case, the Bakash of Yom Kippur is, Hashem help me. And this is the difference between Chiva when a person, with a, with a, we say, on Yom Kippur itself. And there's a big difference between Chiva when a person is still young to Chiva just before a person dies. And when Yenna has to try Chiva too. He says, that's true, that called Chiva mit Kabbalas. Every Chiva is accepted. And even an apostle says, you bring a person until the stage where he sees he's about to die, the last few breaths he takes. And he dies saying, Hashem, I'm sorry. That's also true. That's also true. But you can't compare it to the true that a person does when they're younger. Why? Or when they're stronger. Because when a person's about to die, there's no option of Hashem saying, Right, I'll help you grow. It's done. The only thing you can say is, Hashem, I'm very sorry. Please don't hold it against me. But that's as far as it goes. Whereas when a person's younger, they say, Hashem, I'm sorry, help me. Okay? No problem. Hashem will. But then, then, then he can help me improve. And therefore, that's part of the Chava also. And we see this in the past, and it's an important point. Chava is, V'shavta ad Hashem alekecha. The Ikebon of Chava isn't just to be shoved, to be returned from what I did wrong. It's returning to Hashem. And if that's the case, then the Chava process is, Hashem, I know that what I've done wrong has distanced me. I want to get back. And if that's the case, you're going to help me get back. You push it, Yad L'Shavim, to pull me back. Which means it's a dual process. If we want to have the Maila, which Chazal talk about, that if a person is Moichel others, then Hashem is Moichel him, 
So you have to understand, being with other people isn't just in the sense of, all right, I won't hold a grudge against you. I'm not going to take you to best. I'm not, I'm not going to hold, uh, still be upset about what you said to me. Uh, really, doing tshuva to, is, accepting tshuva means I'm willing to help somebody else get better too. And if that's the case, so then if there's a way that I can help them grow and I can help them achieve, so to speak, better themselves, that, that's part of being accepting tshuva. And so you ask Hashem to do for us also. We ask Hashem to do for that as well, for us as well. And like we said, in that way, the person who's, so to speak, on the, is willing to give tshuva is really willing to commit to more. It's really willing to commit to more. It's willing to, I'm happy, to, I'm willing to help you get better. I'm willing to help you change. I'm willing to, to, to whatever it takes to, to help the other person get better. That's the side of a second chalik of Yisrael Yom Kippur. It's not just, it's not just the tshuva of Hashem don't punish us. There is a value to that as well, but it's not the highest point. Because the tshuva, again, of when a person says, you know, I'm sorry for what I did, please don't prosecute me. Please don't report it to the police. Please don't take me to Bastin. Whatever, please don't take revenge, whatever it's going to be, really means that I'm more interested in his punishment. I don't want to get punished, I don't want to face the consequences of what I did, so please don't do anything about it. And then if, if, if the person said to me, okay, no, we'll forget about it, and uh, fine, I'm very happy never to meet the person again, and close the door in the past, and uh, that's fine. That's the person who primarily what they're interested in is not getting punished for what they did wrong. And then if, I, if you're going to forgive me, I'm not going to get punished for it, and I don't have to know about it anymore, that's the best. That's not the truth of your Kippur. The truth of your Kippur is meant to be that, like we said, Vashavta Ad Hashem the word Shuvah is meant to be, we're trying to repair the relationship. I'm trying to get better. And if that's the case, I don't want Hashem to say to me, you know what, I forgive you and get lost. I don't want to see you again. That exactly avoids the point. If I was only interested in punishment, and Hashem would say, you know what, I won't punish you, but I also don't want to see you. So then, okay, if I don't want to avoid punishment, I won't get punished. But if, if I'm interested in, on the contrary, I'm interested in rebuilding a relationship, so that's not what I want to hear. When it's Hashem, says, fine, I'll bring you back. I'll bring you back, but that's a process. As we said before, if, the resp- if what we're asking for, we, so it's Shiva, is, bring us back to you, then the answer is going to be, I'll bring you back. It's a process. You have to come with me. If the, what you're asking for in Shiva is, don't punish us, then it's a different question. It means I don't want anything to do with you, but just leave me alone. Don't punish me. That's all we're asking for. The Shiva of Yom Kippur isn't a Shiva from, from Yeres Chet. The Chavah from Yom Kippur isn't the Chavah that we don't want to get punished. The Chavah of Yom Kippur is, and so every time we talk about the Chavah of Yom Kippur, is it's a Chavah to repair the relationship. And if that's the case, so then it's a process. We have to, we want to go, to go through the process. Hashem is willing. When we say Hashem's Yad is nice Yad the Poshim, Hashem is willing to give us a stretch of a hand to pull somebody in. That's exactly the same idea. That means Hashem is willing to pick somebody up and put him back again. So Mitzidah is willing to invest in the person to help him back. But it needs a person to be willing to to act on the chava, and this is the critical point. If what I wanted with chava is just say you forgive me, and then we're done. And then if we don't, then Matzim Kip, I can close the machsa and Baruch Hashem. Right, so I just got out of a lot of Gehenna, life's great, and I can go to doing what I want to do. But if I'm, if the point of Yom was to get to a chava of Hashem, I'm interested in working on this relationship. So help me. So then the chava has to have a follow up. The chava has to have a follow up. I, I have to be willing, if I said I'm willing to work on something, I'm willing to get better. So then, okay, let's get better. If you want a good mushroom, 
lady came to complain that her husband was addicted to alcohol and it was ruining their shalabas, it was ruining their home life and everything else. So what, what, so, so what do you want? Are you trying to tell me why it's a good reason why you deserve a get? And therefore, all you want is, no, you want to work with him, he's going to get better. So, if she would have told me, no, I'm trying to explain to you why I think uh, I'm entitled to a get. Alright, so then you, you're trying to find a way to end the relationship. Okay, so then the maximum you can say is, I'm sorry for all the things I did wrong, I'll be welcome, you just give him my get, and shalom, shalom, we'll, we'll, part, we'll part directions. But what she did then, he was the other way around. She said, no, I want, I want, on the contrary, I want him to be better, but I want to be married to him, I want him to get better. Okay, then there's a process. It's not just saying, to get him to say, I'm sorry. You have a person's addicted to he has to go through rehab, he has to go through a procedure, you have to go through all the steps which is going to take to help somebody. Are you willing to work with that? Are you willing to, t- to make sure that we go through all those steps? Are you willing to, 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 to you know, take that road? If you want the relationship, that's what you have to do. And that's the same you said. If what you want out of Chiva isn't just Hashem, forgive me, and then I'm done. Yeah, I'm not punishing me. What I want out of Chiva is we want to build a relationship. So if Hashem, from his point of view, is willing to take the route, he's willing to work with you and step by step to help the person out. That's what we're going with when, you, when you started with. Hashem's Yazul Lashavim. To bring them back to the level of Avas Hashem, which is a pretty high madrega. Hashem is willing to walk the road. If you're saying, Hashem, I want to come back, that means I want to walk that road too. I also want to take the route. And if I'm committed to a relationship also, and I understand this is going to be, I'm going to have to go to the rehab, and I'm going to go to the treatment, and I'm going to have to be, uh, take whatever steps is necessary. Okay, that's the chuva. You realize, don't just say, I'm sorry for all the times I got drunk, that's not going to help anything. Are you, to, you want to get better, are you willing to take the journey? And if yes, good. Then, then that's when Shiva becomes real, because that's when you actually start improving. And same thing around Yom Kippur. Like I said, we're asking for Shiva on those things which are part of our nature, those things which we regularly make mistakes about. But it's not a Shiva Hashem, don't forget, don't punish us, and we're done. That's not the point. The Shiva is meant to be, we realize we have a problem, we want to get better. And therefore the Shiva is at least the commitment, I'm willing to work with it, I'm willing to step up. And that's another chumr, it's a kula. Because the other option would be that, like we said, the chuvah is, I'll never do this again. For those things which are part of us, for those things which are part of our midst, our nature, it's quite impossible for us to say, we'll never do it again. But we have a kula. And instead of saying that, we say, Hashem, we're willing to change. We're willing to take the journey to get better in this area. And that's chuvah as well. Hashem accepts that chuvah too. Hashem accepts that chuvah too. And only he's accepted chuvah, he's going to be the first one to help you. It's going to be the first one to help you in, in order to improve, in order to get to the place you want to get to. And that's okay. So Shiva Yom Kippur is something which begins on Yom Kippur. But it begins on Yom Kippur, which sets us in the direction of a process which is going to be a continual process of, of getting bets in whatever area we're focusing on. A continual process of getting closer to Hashem. It's the, it's the result of uh, the change in direction which we want to come back to Hashem. We have to embark on the journey which is going to bring us there. And the matter is... There's always a for that. Second time first. Shuvu shuvu b'darkeichem Israel. Darkeichem is from your, the, the, the journey you're going, the, the direction you're taking. Change direction. Hashem is there to help you. That's what he says. I don't want to punish. On the contrary, I want to help you. And if we say that Hashem, Hashem, you're offering, we're taking the offer. We want to be helped. Hashem is willing to do it for us. And more than that, if we can do it for other people, when a person who's close to us, not the random stranger who wants to scratch our car, the person is close to you and you want to build a relationship with him and say, I'm sorry, I know I have these weaknesses. I'm here to help. 
we're going to work on it together. I'm going to be there to, that to give you the support, to give you the confidence, to give you the push to get better. Well, then, then that person can ask, Hashem, do the same for me too. Be there, be there as the one to, to help me, to, to help guide me, to direct me to grow, and that way I'll get better, and that way I'll improve.